If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738 Hey, thank you so much, and welcome to another edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's me. You're you. Great to have you with us. Um, A little bit different edition of the show today. I'm just going to be doing this first hour live, and then Dominic will take over, and we'll also have some more great guests. And as you know, Dominic Jimenez, who's usually my uh, engineer, he's also a host here, and he does a great job filling in for me, as he's done for many years. He will take the reins in the second hour. The reason I'm only doing the first hour, normally I don't uh, do that, I stay for all three, is because in uh, Oakland today, there's a press conference revealing an exciting, fun little venture. The Pioneer League is coming to Oakland, and uh, the team is called the Oakland Ballers. Two uh, Oakland guys with money are fed up with how the A's are treating the fans, and so they're going to start off uh, with the Pioneer League team. And the Pioneer League team, I've spent the last four summers, two, well, at least for a little bit, not the whole summers, but the last two in Colorado Springs and the two years before that in Idaho Falls. Uh, I'm very friendly with the Pioneer League, so I'm going to be out there. Uh, I've already got my Oakland Bees t-shirt. And uh, there's going to be some speakers there, and they're going to reveal that they're going to play at Laney College. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it's a team that says they'll never leave Oakland, and they're starting at the bottom. But uh, it's going to be a team that will respect its fans and will be a lot uh, more um, affordable for you as well, and a team that will not be going to Las Vegas. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529 is the number to call around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. I bow down to the troops. They allow us to do us. They keep us safe. They keep our allies safe. Thank you. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of what you do. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, also sportsbyline.com as we stream along, and CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network. Channel 2, I'm here for the first hour. Come on back. 
One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153. 800 943 2153. That's 800 943 Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show the very prolific and successful writer, Patricia Cornwell. She's here to talk about her new novel called Unnatural Death. This brings back her character of Kay Scarpetta, 
who is a medical examiner. Patricia, welcome to the show. And it's amazing you think it's almost, what, it's over 30 years ago now that you wrote Postmortem when you were working as a medical examiner. Was was the book always brewing in you your whole life, or did you start working there and think, hey, I got an idea for a book? Well, no, you know, it's so funny because I've been trying to uh, sort of correct how the, the, the background on this, because a lot of people think that I was already working in the medical examiner's office and then decided to write a book. But here's the truth. I was an English major in college, and then I was a journalist with the police beat, and that's how I got interested in crime. And I went to the medical examiner's office in 1984 to simply do have a tour of the morgue to see what it looked like and, what, and ask what medical examiners really do. And the minute I stepped foot in that place... I realized how much I didn't know, and I became intrigued by it. Well, one thing led to another, and I ended up working there, and it took me six years to get a book published. That's why I was there for so long. I was a full-time employee by the time it was over with, um, and if I hadn't done that, I could not have learned enough to walk in Scarpetta's shoes. Well, if you were in college in 84, then we're the exact same age, so just thought I'd <laughs> throw that in there. Well, I... Uh, no, I, I, I graduated from college in 1980, and I went to work for the Charlotte Observer, and then we moved, my then-husband and I moved to Richmond, Virginia in 1981. I did a biography at that time, and then I said, I'm going to write books about crime, and I've got to go do the research and figure out how that, you know, what, what's it all about? What do they do? You know, just as an aside, and not to bring up a quote-unquote competitor, but I was speaking with uh, David Baldacci the other day, and he writes all his books at a in a restaurant in Richmond, Virginia. You ever bump into him? I have not bumped into him while he's writing his books in a restaurant, but I but I have bumped into him other places, and I and David is a lovely guy. In fact, uh, he he interviewed me for my last book. Uh, we did a chat. So, but I I met him many years ago, and he is a. Uh, He's a, a, a wonderful author and a wonderful person. Well, let's talk about Unnatural Death, because I mentioned Kay Scarpetta. This is a character that's more than three decades in the works. So she has a life. She grows. She changes. Maybe some things don't change. How do you develop and keep developing a character like that? Well, once you have a character that you're going to keep using... And that became apparent very early on. I mean, after postmortem, there was no question that Scarpetta wasn't going anywhere. And so I just have her live in the same world that you and I live in. And whatever's going on in our world, whether it's the war in Ukraine, which is, which is alluded to and actually mentioned in this new book, because something that's going on in Russia um, has to do with the story that's of, of what's happening in Virginia. And so, or the civil unrest and the protests, and, and all of this comes to roost for the character as well. I mean, she has protesters marching around her, her building and in one of the stories where because of what's going on in this country. So that is, I keep her growing because she's living the same lives that we are. Same thing when COVID hit. I mean, all of that impacts her and her business. No doubt. Another key word here that you throw in and my eyebrows get raised and I'm much more interested is the word Bigfoot. <laughs> Can you tell us how that's a part of this? <laughs> well, 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 I, you know, he's kind of photobombed me. I, I didn't, Mr. Bigfoot ended up in, in my book, but um, <laughs> the reason what happened is I happened to see a photograph of a Bigfoot footprint that, that had been caught on a surveillance camera in Texas. And I, I mean, I've heard about 
Bigfoot all my life. And so I thought, you know what? First of all, what would Scarpetta do if she found something like this at, at a scene out in the middle of the woods? Now, one, is it a joke? Is it a prank? Or is it a planted evidence to lead her astray? Or is it real? And if it's real, what does that mean? I mean, what, what is Bigfoot? And who is Bigfoot? Now, first of all, Bigfoot did not kill anybody in this book, so don't anybody get worried about that. But Bigfoot is an interesting thread that's woven through because of this weird piece of evidence. And I show you scientifically how she figures out what that footprint means. And I'm not going to tell you anything more about it because it gives things away. But, you know, a lot of people don't know that Bigfoot really did exist once. I mean, it was called a Gigantopithecus, which was um, which inhabited the southern parts of China. And they found fossils in caves there, which is, which is how we know about this creature, um, estimating it being about up to 10 feet tall, weighing 1,000 pounds, a two-legged, you know, ape something that walked on both on two legs um it's thought that it went extinct during the ice age but there's a good chance that maybe it didn't um and it could be there are remnants of that creature that people are seeing here and in other places and i explain all that in the book so you know i i like to i, I like to 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 focus on things that are mysterious and try to figure out if we can find an explanation for it by the way, Magellan thought he saw giants going around the horn. Tierra del Fuego, your thoughts? Say, I'm sorry, say that again? About what? When Magellan was going around Cape Horn, he thought he saw giants that are now extinct. Oh. Well, there, that is not... Um, you, when, when some of these early explorers were hundreds of years ago were, were, were in these very remote territories... They, they reported seeing all kinds of things, including hairy giants that were allegedly cannibals. And so, uh, and the Indians, the Native Americans, excuse me, um, they have accounts of, of these giant creatures, you know, and pictographs, pictographs, that's the word, uh, where, where they would they drawings, you know, on, on stone walls. Uh, like cave walls and things like this. And some of these pictographs still exist. And one of them, that I, a picture I looked at that was done over a thousand years ago by Native Americans, shows what clearly is a Bigfoot and a mommy Bigfoot and a baby Bigfoot in a cave. And, and so there is lore that these creatures existed long ago. And in some cases that they even, would, even were protective of the Native Americans that would protect them from bears and things like that as long as the Native Americans were nice to this creature. So I don't know, um, you know, who knows whether it's absolutely true or still exists is a better word. Mm -hmm. But I raised the question, and everything in this book can be explained by science, but there's also the possibility that there's some other things going on that are a little bit more mysterious. All right, thanks for indulging me with that nice answer. Last question for you. Um, we get to meet Kay's niece, Lucy, who works for the Secret Service. What was the inspiration behind bringing that character in? Well, you know, Lucy goes back to postmortem when she was 10 years old, and now Lucy is grown, and um, in fact, she's beyond grown, because that was a long time ago, and she is a Secret Service agent. She started out in law enforcement, but her big thing is, is she's an IT person, is computers, and she's a cyber investigator for the Secret Service, also a helicopter pilot, um, and the, the book opens with this rather dramatic flight that, that she takes her aunt on 
because where they're going is not, you can't get there by ground transportation, so they have to land the helicopter in the middle of the forest in a dry creek bed to access the crime scene or the scene where this, these two dead bodies are. So Lucy, um, she's, she's the techno person most of all, and she's a wonderful uh, counterpart to her aunt who is all about, you know, what killed the person and all that medical examiners know. And so, you know, it's really a, a crime-busting family because Garpetta's husband is also a Secret Service agent. He's a forensic uh, you know, psychologist who is their top threat assessor. So all of them get involved in this story. Always entertaining, always intriguing. A new sca- a case, Garpetta novel. It's called Unnatural Death from our guest, Patricia Cornwell. Go to patriciacornwell.com for all the information there as well. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, and congratulations on this new book. It's going to be a big hit. Well, listen, thank you for having me, Rick, and it was lots of fun. Good stuff. All right, thank you. We'll have some open lines on the other side if you want to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBile. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. 
We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Coming up at uh, 40 after the hour will be salesporttalk.com. Karen Lyle and a couple of guests will join us. Uh, As I began the show, or if you missed it, uh, talking about a new baseball team called the Oakland Ballers, I'll be heading out to that press conference at 11 o'clock at Laney College, which is... Uh, <clears throat> right at Lake Merritt, about five miles from the uh, Coliseum, downtown Oakland. I went to Laney College for summer school in 1985, I think it was. Took an English 1B class there. And I liked Laney. <clears throat> and um, no one likes going to summer school, but when you had the kind of freshman year I had, I went to summer school at Laney and one, one summer at Cal as well. But anyway, I had to make up some units. <laughs> it still took me five years, but I graduated. But <clears throat> I need to explain a little bit more what's going on. So it's the Pioneer League. The Pioneer League is um, mostly uh, in states like Colorado and Idaho and places like that, The and Utah. So you have the Ogden Raptors, the Idaho Falls Chuckers. You have a team in Kalispell up in uh, Montana. You have uh, the Missoula Paddleheads in Montana. You have Colorado Springs Vibes um, and more. You can figure out the rest of the Boise Hawks. I've been to that stadium. It's an old football stadium. Went to a couple of games there as well. Um, so you wonder how can there be a pioneer league team in Oakland? And the only reason that they're letting them in is that Oakland has to, the Oakland franchise, the ballers, the bees have to defray the travel costs because that is a league where you're on sometimes a 14 hour bus ride. And that's if the bus doesn't break down. So they're not going to take a bus to Oakland, but I'll give you an example. Normally, If you, and I've done, I know people in the league, 
Um, and so I've asked. Normally, it would cost about $7,000 to rent a bus and have it come out for three days and stay and then get hotel rooms for your team for like a three-game set. Be about seven grand. Now that they have to fly, it's going to be about 30 grand for all these teams to come to Oakland, which means that the ballers have to pay those teams the difference. So they have to give those teams 23,000. So it's like you would have paid seven anyway, so we'll pick up the other 23,000. That's a lot of money, and they know they're going to lose money. There are two guys from Oakland that are running this. One of them made a lot of money in education software. The other one is a filmmaker. They both ended up going to Hollywood. But they love Oakland. They hate the fact that the A's have turned their back. Now, when I say the A's, I'm talking about one man and his stooge, Fisher and Cavill. You know, even today, when I was talking about Marcus Peters getting cut from the Raiders, and could there have been a lazier player you've ever seen in your life? You go, well, maybe the late the late Daryl Russell and Warren Sapp, those guys absolutely never tried. But as I was saying, you know, I was kind of excited to get Marcus Peters, but he was as indifferent as I've ever seen. And and one guy still had to say, how come you keep rooting for that lame ass team? I'm like, what do you care? Are you going to ask me my, what my religion is? How can you be Catholic? How can you be Jewish? How can you be Muslim? You know, how can you be straight? How can you be gay? How can you be trans? How can you be Democrat? How can you be Republican? What do you care what somebody else? I, I don't I don't get that. <clears throat> Unless I'm literally hurting people <laughs> with my beliefs, you know, or <clears throat> if I'm promoting hate, like my Twitter pictures of swastika or something. What do you care? But people, they, they just, I don't know. Maybe they think I'm influencing. And even if I did, who cares? Anyway, the, the A's, the A's, the B's, as they're going to be called. The B's are going to be playing at Laney College, which is, um, as I, I mentioned, what is they're, they're, they, Laney College already redid their clubhouses, which are beautiful. But now they're going to put in some more seats. The other thing that's exciting about this venture, not unlike the Oakland Roots, <clears throat> by the way, if you pay $510 to the Oakland Roots, you do become a part owner and you get a t-shirt, get it, 510. But you can buy into the ballers too. Um, they've already raised more than $2 million. <clears throat> but this was something that came down months ago. And I kept tight-lipped like a lot of other people. Um, uh, like a lot of other people kept type lip. They got my man Jorge from the 68s, Hal the hot dog guy, whatever. They got a lot of people, Casey Pratt, Brody Brazil. They're all going to be there to cover this. Jeff Passan has already done an article on it. I retweeted Bob Nightingale. It's the fourth story on CBSSports.com called Plan B's. Uh, Mike Azisa wrote about it. Tracy Ringlesby. They're getting all the baseball writers <clears throat> to write about this. This has been planned, but they wanted to wait <clears throat> until the vote was official. And so right now it's all seat of the pants. They do have a manager and Micah Franklin, former big league pitcher. The pitching coach is Ray King. You might remember him from the Pirates, former big league uh, pitcher. <clears throat> they have a fantastic young GM named Tyler Peterson who took Colorado Springs to the playoffs last year with some savvy trades. 
they have Don Wakamatsu, who's sort of like, you know, the the guy to go to for advice. <clears throat> when I went to that event last Wednesday, was it? Or last Monday with Shaq. I was talking to uh, Dave Stewart about it. <clears throat> they had reached out to him as well. We'll see what his involvement is, if any. But uh, look, it's the Pioneer League, and this is a big league town. And it's still a big league town for one more year. And I was here when the Raiders left, and the Invaders came in, directly came in that spring. And it was like someone took my G.I. Joe away and handed me a Raggedy Andy. They play with this. And it sucked because the USFL was lame, but it was fun. It was something to go to, something to get behind, and it was bittersweet. But, <clears throat> and the Pioneer League, by the way, if you don't know what it is, it's an independent league, but it's recognized by Major League Baseball, which doesn't mean a whole lot. But what you're trying to do in the Pioneer League is you're trying to get back into affiliated ball. You're trying to get back into the minor league systems. So this isn't like the Atlantic League where you send Jose Canseco and Ricky Henderson and Rich Hill this is a league where you can age out. You have three years to make an impact in the Pioneer League or you're done. They don't want old men in this league. So now the good news for the Pioneer League is now that the draft has cut 30 rounds out, there are a lot of really good players out there that didn't get drafted. And that's where, as I mentioned, Tyler Peterson, he jumps on these guys and he knows the league and he'll bring these guys in. Um, it's going to be, but I, I just think about the support that the Roots get, and you think about those right field bleachers, where are they going to bring their drums? Are they going to bring their drums to the Coliseum? No, they weren't going to do that even before this announcement. So they're going to bring all that drums, their drums, and it's going to be, I don't know, <clears throat> you'll probably get a couple thousand every game. Maybe you only get 500. I don't know. Maybe you'll get a hundred. <laughs> I really don't know. But because the stakes are so low, you don't, it won't be about winning and losing, more or less, which kind of sucks. But the good thing is, is that it's there for fun. It's to take your kids to and your mom and dad or a date or your buddy. It's something to do in a team that's not spitting on you. That's not, can you get your foot off my chest, Oakland A's? And so they're going to run concurrent these seasons. Now, the... The A's are going to start first because this is an uh, independent league recognized by MLB, which they only recognize two independent leagues, and, which means they get nicer baseballs, I guess. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is it's brand new. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's something to go to that you won't because you don't. Nobody wants to give the A's their money right now, and I feel really sorry for the Zakalovs and Tyler Soderstroms of the world. You know, they're in the big leagues, and yet their fans are openly going to boycott the team. It's going to be so ugly at the Coliseum. So you might want to just turn your eyes away from the Coliseum five miles to the north at Lake Merritt and go to a bees game and just see if it's fun. If it's no fun, then you don't have to go back. But it's an option, and it's something, as I said, it's requited love. It's a two-way street, and a lot of people are getting behind it and you can be a part owner as well. All right, we will take a quick break, and we have Karen Lyle and a couple guests for salesporttalk.com, and we'll do that next right here on Sports Pilot. Mom and Dad are 
Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk in San Francisco, and I'm here with Chief Warrant Officer Leo Zapawa with a message from the U.S. Coast Guard about ocean safety. The Coast Guard is just one piece of a greater effort, valued partnerships, and I'd like to take a little bit of time to recognize the hardworking folks the Coast Guard works with every day at the city, county, state levels in California, and of course, our federal partners. And I, and I understand that during these difficult times with regards to COVID, a lot of folks are maintaining their mental wellness through exercise. The majesty and the power of the ocean are oftentimes inviting places to go and, and see and be socially distant. Unfortunately, with these larger waves we're experiencing along the California coast, it can also be very easy to become complacent and not pay attention to what are commonly known as sneaker waves or waves of higher magnitude that are infrequent and unexpected at a coastal area. All of us who have enjoyed time near our beautiful area beaches and seashore will see posted signs placed by local officials and when the weather is expected to be adverse. And I would ask your listeners to heed those warnings and take them very seriously. Anytime folks go out in the ocean, uh, we encourage folks to always wear a Coast Guard-approved life jacket. Uh, the ones that are orange with the retroreflective tape make it a lot easier for folks who are doing the rescuing to locate those people in distress. Uh, unfortunately, we've also had some tragic search and rescue cases occur along the California coast. Most notably were the two search and rescue cases that occurred on the 10th of January, at Pescadero Beach State Park and at Point Bonita, and a third that occurred on January 3rd at Blind Beach uh, north of Bodega Bay. In total, five lives were lost in these cases, very tragic. And in all of those cases, those aforementioned sneaker waves overwhelmed the folks on the beach and took them out to sea. And as we all know, anyone who's dipped a toe in the ocean here, it's very cold. It's only about 53 degrees of the water temperature, so it's very easy to go into cold water shock and end up drowning, especially in such a turbulent environment. The ocean this time of year almost looks like a washing machine. And although it's very beautiful to, to, to view, it's also very dangerous. Now, I want to really convey to your listeners that although the ocean is beautiful on any day when the seas are high, like folks should respect how mighty the ocean truly is. Never turn their back on the ocean when enjoying the beach or seashore on foot. If you're going out on the water, either on a surfboard, a sailboat, or powerboat, dress for that cold water environment and wear a life jacket at all times. I always recommend uh, a Type 1, as they're designed to turn most people, even if they're unconscious, face up in the water. Finally, uh, the Coast Guard is always hiring young men and women, and I can think of few organizations with such a rich tapestry of storied histories. 230 years of service to our nation. And uh, we in the Coast Guard truly live the service motto of Semper Paratus are always ready. I joined in uh, 1996 and planned on only doing four years, and now in the blink of eye, it's been 25. All right, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on... American Forces Radio Network. It is Tuesday at 9.40. We check in with our friends at salesportstalk.com. And uh, as per usual, our friend Karen Lyle is with us, and she uh, co-hosts this segment with me, too. Karen, how are you doing? I'm doing good, actually. Rick, I'm here in the studio. Where are you? <laughs> you, you always love to out me when I'm not there. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I come over and I want that big hug and, you know. Well, you can check with me if I'm going to be there. (laughs) I'm going to a, I have to go to a press conference at 11. Oh, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive you for the Uh, press. We have to, we have to honor the other press. We have, we have uh, Eric Silberger and Jonah Kim as well. Well, Jonah, we'll get to him in a second. Eric is with us and Eric is, uh, plays the violin, and he also is a uh, prolific snorkeler as well. Eric, uh, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, well, I'm a fourth-generation violinist, um, travel around the world regularly, and constantly am seeing water in different parts of the world. I have a, something especially for volcanoes. I've played inside a volcano. I'm probably the only violinist that's ever performed inside one. Um, but I just love seeing all the beautiful nature out there. No, I have to ask you right. about the no, volcano. Wait, wait, wait. No, you want to do it? It's your turn. <laughs> oh no, I'm just. I was. I was going to exact ask the exact same thing. Okay, you are, so go I ahead. will ask the question for Rick and I both. Tell us about the volcano. Where was it? And I'm assuming it wasn't active. Yeah, it's one of the only ones uh, that the magma flowed out of. So actually, it's very freezing cold. It was really rather chilly, and it was in Iceland, a volcano called Trúnukagígur. I'm betraying wow. my Icelandic, but. It was uh, quite a journey to get there. You had to travel about an hour by car and then a hike about an hour from there. And initially, I had to learn how to drive manual on the way trying to get there. So that was also another journey that same day. Was that a four-wheel drive? It was a Jeep, yeah. Yeah, four-wheel. I would think it would be. It was a rocky road, not a not off-road, off-road driving, I'm imagining. It was, it was quite a journey. And the other part of it was just... When you finally got up there, it's one of the first times I felt really this natural beauty and presence because the colors were just so ex- exotic, amazing. The colors, when you saw the light all of a sudden in the inside of the cavern of the volcano, you could see all these different colors of red and orange. And it was something I, I just think about very fondly as one of the only times in my life I felt truly 100% present for just a longer period very long period of time when I was there, which wasn't that long, but felt that way. How are the uh, natural acoustics in there? Actually, some of the best I've ever heard. I played, and somebody actually was talking about when they came down, because you were actually going from the peak, and they had this very um, amazing way of lowering you down, and actually it was kind of haphazard almost, where they had to push against the side of the volcano just so you didn't hit your head. So we were wearing helmets and wearing... Um, all these things to stay dry because there's also a little bit of rain from part of the cavern that was going down. So I didn't bring my regular violin, which is from 1757. I would think not. Yeah, yeah so, um, but it's, it was something where people said they felt it was like spine tingling going down. And it felt that way inside too. One of the best acoustics I've ever seen. So you were inside the volcano. You went into the cavern of the volcano. How, how deep did you go? It must have been I, 60 feet or something. It, was, it, was, it took a little bit of time to get down actually. And I just think about the people that discovered it and how do they lower themselves down with the rope. It was, it's wow. quite amazing. They just probably had some helmet lights and just were going to explore the unknown. So, Jonah, not to be outdone, where have you done uh, your cello in a perilous situation? <laughs> oh, gosh. I try to avoid perilous situations <laughs> at all costs. But uh, one of the most, uh, I guess, um, daunting cello playing experiences of my life was um you know concert halls are a certain size and even the largest halls you know they cap out at about 10,000 I would say and I was playing the 
national anthem at a ball game. Mm. And this was, you know, I, I had done this as a kid, I think, but then this is, it had been like, you know, 20 years since I did it in front of a crowd quite that size. And so, you know, you, you think of these singers singing the anthem and sometimes they forget the lyrics. I completely understand now. <laughs> and so after da, 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 I could not remember what came next. <laughs> and for me, that next moment felt like an eternity in mm-hmm. purgatory. It was just like, you know, hang time. But uh, I, I watched the video and there is no extra time. It was just all in my head. Wow. <laughs> well, no, I have sung the national anthem at a professional game. And uh, yeah, you that's that's the panic moment because they will boo you and you deserve to be booed if you ruin the anthem. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what was where did you sing that, Rick? I was I was just going to ask you because I know you've been in front of those audiences at the ball games more than once. I sang it for in the Pioneer League, actually, in Idaho Falls for a crowd of about 3,000 on a Father's Day. And uh, so, not spine-shingling, but I was in a place where if I got one note wrong, they would probably uh, run me out of town. <laughs> well, can I also beseech you, we're with Eric Silberger and Jonah Kim, and I know that you have your instruments. Can we have, like, about a half minute or so of some... Uh, what do I call it, chamber music? Do you have something planned? Well, actually, before we start with this little musical piece, I want to talk about the Thanksgiving weekend because um, everybody was hopefully enjoying the Thanksgiving weekend and having an interesting time with family and friends, I'm sure. And um, we were doing music. Actually, I was the one listening, and Jonah and Eric were performing um, at the first carnation <laughs> incarnation of the San Francisco Music Festival and also the Carneris Classic. So we were in Napa up in the wine country with um, some wine and cheese and beautiful, beautiful quintet playing Schubert. And then we were in um, San Francisco. What was the name of the church that we were at? Our hosts were the Swedenborgian Church of San Francisco. Historic building, just amazing beautiful. acoustics inside, very, very beautiful. And then also at, at Ifshan's um, listening room in El Cerrito. So we're actually listening to an excerpt that's about 40 seconds long from that quintet performance that was just yesterday or the day before, I think, right? And we want more. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, Eric, you have done musical performances for fundraisers, as has Jonah and all of the performers in the the quintet, the Carneros Classic Quintet. Um, But you've specially done fundraising for coral reefs in Hawaii, and you've been snorkeling there as well. We were talking a little bit about this before the show. Um, Tell us about your snorkel experience in Maui and what you saw and what the water temperature was and were there a lot of waves was it still so hawaii has really amazing 
variety in terms of the water and different sides of different islands. So for instance, in Oahu or the Big Island or Maui. In Maui, I found it was a little bit more calm water. Um, and I was on a particular beach in this particular case, my first time snorkeling, this is many years ago. And I saw in my first few moments, you know, I was just looking down and I was like, wow, there's, there's a lot of different wildlife, um, aquatic life out here. And then all of a sudden I almost like stopped I almost choked on the water because I, I, I let out all this air because I saw this giant sea turtle that just was right underneath of me. And it moved so fast, I didn't even know what it was until a second after it passed me. And then I looked again a second later, and the sea turtle was just swimming away very fast. And it was so large. I, I mean, I felt like it was bigger than me, but I'm sure it was probably a little bit smaller. But it was just quite something to see. Something I have to uh, ask you, too, Eric, you mentioned your violin from the 1700s. May it have been made by Antonio Stradivari? No, actually, I've um, played on many of his instruments, but this one is uh, by J.B. Guadagnini. It was made in Milan, Italy in 1757. Wow. And uh, it's a violin I've really loved playing on. It's uh, one of those violins that when you look at Stradivari, usually it's Stradivari and Guarneri del Gesù, some of the most famous makers. Um, and then Guadagnini is probably the next name or two after that. Um, but there's also so many great instruments being made today. Um, and we're in a re renaissance of instruments. So I'm also very interested in exploring that, as I know Jonah is as well. And Jonah, you, your cello, Stella, is made by a maker that you actually know. And we, that's where you performed uh, over in El Cerrito. Tell us a little bit about Stella. So Stella is a very interesting kind of phenomenon that probably, you know, wasn't even intended to exist in the way that she does. But uh, I, I consider this maker, Haida Lin, based out of Ifshins in El Cerrito, to be kind of like a American Stradivarius, if you will. Um, his instruments are doing things that other new instruments are not doing or haven't able, haven't ever been able to do the volume the quality of sound and even the way the sound carries in a room it mimics an older instrument and the quality of sound it's like a, there's pores in the sound that you get with older instruments that you don't see with a lot of these newer instruments you get a very kind of plasticky rubbery surface to the tone and this may sound like like I'm on drugs to some of you, but I I, I promise I'm I'm perfectly sober when I'm listening to the sound and 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 I do hear kind of like an earthy grainy texture with the older instruments and more of just like a glassiness or or a lack of 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 grains to the sound. So it, it, the, this quality is really hard to find, and just this kind of massive volume is. And and he's such a generous man. He actually when when. I was playing on a, a very old Italian instrument by Niccolo Amati. And when I no longer had access to this instrument, he actually gifted me a cello that I could play on as long as I needed. So um, mm. that his, his generosity in that time and, and just his grace, his, his just looking out for this kid, it saved my life in many ways. Wow. Unbelievable stuff. And Karen, we have about a minute. You have one more question? Oh, I just wanted to say when we were in the winery, what was the name? Was it Carner Carneros? Is that what the name of the so winery? So the, the region is Carneros, mm -hmm. um, Carneros Classic. Um, but the winery was 
Sainsbury, and we had uh, our good friends there, Tim, Rory, Virginia, and many others that just we worked with and we had a family connection with the vineyard as well. So one of our, one of my best friends, um, his brother actually lives out in Napa, just minutes drive from there. Yeah, famous author. Yeah, famous author. His name is Saul Lelchuk. And it was just, it felt like warm family the entire gathering, the entire way through. And and speaking of those, those wonderful um, tones, having all of you perform in the room with the 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 barrels of wine and all the 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 ways in which the sound folded in and 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 skipped about and came in and out of that you know and actually after after having tasted everything it was it was pretty amazing experience really great stuff from our guests eric silberger and jonah kim and karen lyle find out more at salesporttalk.com thank you three for coming in we really appreciate it thanks for having us thank you thank you rick so next week i'm going to be on my way to london and you'll have patty um, all right. I'm Rick Tittle, and we will come right back on Sports Pilot. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. 
We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Hey, thank you for that. So um, here's the deal with the rest of the show. Uh, Dominic's going to slide into the hot seat and he has some guests and he'll take your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY for hour two. Hour three is going to be a repeat. So if you want to get in, make sure to do it in the next hour with Dom who will be taking calls. Once again, the reason I'm only doing an hour and the reason I wasn't in studio with our guests is because I'm jetting from my home in the East Bay real quick to get over to uh, Lake Merritt, where at Laney College, there's an introductory press conference at 11 a.m. Pacific introducing the Oakland Ballers, or the Bees, as they're going to be known, and they're going to wear green <clears throat> as well. And it's a Pioneer League team. And uh, the Pioneer League team, the Pioneer League is a, a basically a 90-year-old league, and it's mostly, as I mentioned, in Colorado, Utah, Idaho, and Montana, and it will now have a team in uh, Oakland, and their whole deal is, we're here, we're never leaving, and yes, it's not the big leagues, but it's uh, something fun, and you can be a part of it as well if you want to get in the fundraiser and become a quote-unquote owner, it would be pretty cool. Uh, as well. So Dominic's coming up next and I'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. As part of an agreement with Israel, Hamas has released an additional 11 hostages, the White House confirming the extension of the ceasefire agreement for two more days. In return for the released hostages, Israel will free 33 Palestinian detainees, with the majority being children.
Education Secretary Miguel Cardona was caught on camera butchering a popular quote by the late former President Ronald Reagan. Cardona, speaking to the Western Governors Association winter meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming yesterday, said... Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. The context of his comments centered on the federal government working with state governors on funding priorities related to education. But what Reagan actually said was the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, actually referring to how the government tends to be inefficient, that instead of helping, it often causes harm. American funding for Israel and Ukraine could be bundled together. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer intends to present a bill linking funding for Israel and Ukraine to the Senate floor as early as next week. Aid to Israel, Ukraine, humanitarian aid for civilians in Gaza and the Indo-Pacific are all related and demand bipartisan cooperation. President Biden is urging Congress to allocate $106 billion for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and border funding. However, Republicans are insisting on border policy adjustments as a condition for any spending bill impeding crucial aid to U.S. allies. That's according to Schumer. On the other hand, House Republicans are advocating for separate approval of funding for Israel and Ukraine. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Musicians Hall and Oates, in a career of nearly 50 years, have sold 40 million albums and had 19 songs hit the top 10 on various charts, nine of which went to number one. Now, Hall is suing Oates over their catalog. Lance Pry has more. Musician Daryl Hall's lawsuit against music partner John Oates is exposing the music rights business, something we don't see very often on what actually takes place. The growth of music streaming music, coupled with the increase in licensing opportunities in TV shows, movies, video games, etc., is increasing the value of holding song rights and making them lucrative investments. Hall's lawsuit against Oates is an attempt to stop the sale of some original music rights. Years ago, Hall and Oates sold some of their catalog. Now it appears that Oates recently agreed to sell at least some of his remaining rights. Katy Perry sold her catalog recently, five albums for $225 million outright. 
Cursive writing making a comeback in California schools as a recent law mandates the instruction of cursive or joined italics handwriting from grades one through six starting this January. However, some think students could better utilize their time by getting more contemporary skills like coding and keyboarding. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. That's right, Dominic Jimenez. I'm in for Rick the rest of the way. Got open lines in the next segment. That's the only open segment. So if you want to give me a call, give me a call 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Coming up after uh, this little open and the break, we'll have an open segment. Because at 25, I'll be joined by Stephen Labrie. He's a member of... The multi-platinum Il Devo. They've got a Christmas EP, and they'll also be celebrating their 20th anniversary early next year, 2024. Yeah, I did not realize they've been around for 20 years already. So we'll talk to Stephen about the Christmas EP, A Merry Little Christmas from Il Devo. And at 40 after, we'll be joined by J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering. We'll really break down that scintillating Monday night football game between the Bears and the Vikings, right? We'll break it down, but uh, scintillating, not the word I would have used. I wouldn't use titillating to describe that game either. It was a game. Get TJ Hawkinson on your fantasy team, it was a nice game. 
but, uh, or Cairo Santos. I think I think those were the two stars. Maybe the Bears' defense. That's about it. There's uh, not a lot to write home about for either team. However, you might be joining us. I'd like to welcome you to my portion of the show. You've been listening since we uh, since hour one with Rick and Patricia Cornwell and the Salesport Talk. Then thanks for still listening. I hope you continue to still listen with me on the microphone for Rick. Uh, sportsbyline.com, tune in, iHeart, Stitcher. Those of you listening on the American Forces Radio Network, thank you for your service and keeping us safe and allowing me to sit here in a room. It's a little chilly, but I got my sweatshirt on, got my hood up, got my earphones in, earbuds, headphones, and I'm ready to go. So give me a call, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Dominic Jimenez, Delighting Sports. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Additional terms apply. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs but high in protein and fiber and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100, calsnacks.com. 
Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. That's right. I'm in the big boy chair now. Uh, in for Rick this hour. Dominic Jimenez here, Sports Byline. It's still titillating sports. I'm not changing the name of the show for crying out loud. Even, even if it doesn't have a play on my name, it's okay. Uh, this is the only open segment I've got. So if you want to call, give me a call now, 1-800-878-7529, because I'll be joined by a member of Il Devo in the next segment, and at 40 after, we'll be joined by J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering. Uh, talk probably some football, because that Monday night football game was so good. We got to talk about it, right? So good. It was great. I was uh, I was scouring the web trying to see where I wanted to because I know I had the open segment and I you gotta be prepared you gotta know what you're gonna talk about so I was looking here I'm like I right, know no big MLB free agency anything yet that Rick hasn't covered he talked about the big story of today being the Oakland Ballers um. So I was like, okay, oh no, yeah, we know. Oh, okay, the Hall of Fame. So we'll actually get to the Hall of Fame in just a moment. Because somebody has called the magic number and I pushed the button. Uh, with whom am I speaking? This would be one disgruntled Raider fan from New York City. Hey, Charlie, how's it going? How are you, Dominic? I'm, I'm uh, doing well. Good. Uh, I, I, because I am a Raider fan and I need to talk about the Raiders, and since you are a Niner fan and you have some insight into one Mr. Harbaugh, I think I asked you once before, uh, what's your thoughts on him as a potential candidate to uh, be the next Raiders head coach? See, here's the thing with Harbaugh is I, I think he would be, I don't want to, get you know Raider fans too excited and say oh, I think he's a great choice but uh especially by comparison to the last few you've had Harbaugh's an excellent choice um the the only thing that I and you know I, I think Mark Davis is gonna have to be careful regardless because I think he's paying what like three different coaches right now um, yes don't and and I think this this may be a a sticking point for why Harbaugh may not want to come but if I'm Mark Davis, I go to the barber, and then I go. I, I I control how many years I give Harbaugh because we've seen it not so much at Stanford, but we definitely saw it with the 49ers. We're starting to see it with Michigan. Is it's very soccer like actually? Where yeah, you might bring us all kinds of successes, turn things around, but eventually, and I don't know if it's just his personality, his coaching style, his uh, the way he approaches people that are his bosses. I don't know what it is. Harbaugh outstays his welcome, and he starts rubbing people the wrong way, and everybody's like, okay, we're done. So the Raiders, they may have to give him a very long deal to lure him to Oakland, but if you can get him for something other than five years, under five years, or five years even that, I think he's the right person to help in conjunction with the a good GM 
is is a guy that can right the ship. We've seen we're seen it we've seen it this season. There are things with the Raiders to be hopeful for. I won't say get excited about, but things to be hopeful for. Maybe you do need another quarterback because Aiden O'Connell is fine. He's all right. Uh, Garoppolo is Garoppolo. I tried to tell you that for a long time, Charlie. Um, right but there, there's hope. Josh Jacobs has recaptured some of that form from last year. He's looking solid. The defense at times looks great. So I think there are building blocks with the Raiders, and Harbaugh is a guy that can get the most out of his players. I think it's a good. it would be a good hire. Well, yeah, I, I, I am all on board for him. I, I don't know if, even if he would want to come to the Raiders. The other rumor is the Bears. He would uh, be the next head coach for the Bears. Um, my arguments for him is lifetime as a coach, in all places he's coached, he has a 70% winning percentage. He wins wherever he goes. Yes, he has that uh, Billy Martin syndrome where he burns himself, he burns bridges, and he's gone after four or five years. But I think with the team as currently constructed, he they would be a seven and five, eight and four team under his leadership, maybe. Uh, yeah, there are things about this team. They are they are playing more disciplined and more. They seem to be more prepared under Antonio Pierce. The problem with Pierce is he's a rookie head coach. He's never coached before, so his in-game adjustments are not good. They they start out hot because they, the first couple of drives they're scripted, but he seems to, and it's based on inexperience. I get it, but there's something to be said when you take a look at the two most recent. I know Harbaugh hasn't won a Super Bowl, but he's been to the Super Bowl. Sean Payton now has suddenly turned the Broncos around, whether that's legit or not. They've won five in a row. Doug Peterson is winning in Jacksonville. Both were a mess. Organizations, both were messes. So I, I don't know if Harbaugh my, – my guess is the Raiders will win enough games where they will give Antonio Pierce the job, which I'm not all that enthused about because I don't want to coach learning on the job. Um the argument for Pierce is you can look at someone like Dan Campbell in Detroit, who is not an X's and O's guy. He's more of a, a rah-rah guy and someone I would hang sheetrock with. But he he surrounded himself with a great staff, and he has a great GM. And, and you know, Ben Johnson now is the next hot commodity to be a head coach, the OC. But, uh, you know, um, I, I don't I, – <laughs> Because the Raiders have been bad for so long, I don't want a head coach learning on the job. I want someone in there that knows what they're doing. And I'm not saying Antonio Pierce doesn't know what he's doing, but clearly there's a big gap between what he does know as a head coach and someone someone with just more experience. I would even take an O's like Ben Johnson, who's never a head coach. But he's an X's and O's guy. He is revamped, he's re, rejuvenated Goff's career. He, he uh, you know, so th- th- those are my thoughts. I know I know the knocks on Harbaugh, and, and now he has this whole cheating scandal up in Michigan, but the guy wins wherever he goes. I don't care. I would take four or five years of him to turn this organization around. Um, and Aiden O'Connell's not a – he's not a franchise quarterback. He's a nice quarterback, nice backup quarterback. Maybe he can turn into a, 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 a journeyman quarterback. Um, I, but the Raiders need 
unless you have a team like the Niners, where you're great at every level, on every, and, and Brock Purdy's now turned into a, an excellent quarterback. But if Brock Purdy were on the Raiders, he, he wouldn't have the numbers he has now, obviously. So I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that they got away from McDaniels and Garoppolo and that mess, but I'm fearful that they're going to stick with – I think Pierce will win them enough games that they're going to take the interim tag off, and and then it's up to what they surround them with. But I'm 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 I'm, I'm beaten down, so I'm not hopeful. I'm, I'm 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 praying to the football gods and for Christmas that we get Harbaugh. But I, I don't I don't know. I, I think one anyway. of the things that, in addition to you know, what have you done for me lately? Oh, we we look better under Antonio Pierce, and, and here's the kicker, Charlie. He's going to be way cheaper than Harbaugh. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I know that plays into absolutely. Right. He Davis is paying out $80 million to Gruden and McDaniels. I No, I, I know. I, I, he's now making more money than he's ever knows what to do with. But are you? do you want to win? Uh, again, if you keep Pierce, bring in a great GM, and then go out and find a great OC. Because the guy they have now is just promoted – for, as a Q, he was a QB coach. He does. He's 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 he's, he's hit or miss. Bo Hardigree. He's okay, he, but he's a rookie. He's never called games before. So I expect this imbalance in, in the game. But I I don't. I think going forward, if you're going to keep if you're going to keep Antonio Pierce, you need to surround him. Bring in an assistant head coach that's uh, that was a former head coach. Someone that could be in his ear and advise him. That's I, I know what you're saying. Is Davis yeah. willing to lay out what, what would Harbaugh get? Ten million a year for? He'd probably I, want think, five. I think that's the starting point. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned bringing in a, a good coach, uh, assistance. It's the anti Mike Singletary, where he was X's and O's, uh, a rah rah guy, and had no X's and O's savvy. Charlie, I got to run. Thanks for the All call. Right, buddy. I appreciate it. See you later. All right, take care. I'm Dominic Jimenez. That was Charlie in New York talking some Raiders. Up next, Stephen Labrie from El Devo. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. 
With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Welcome back to the show. That is uh, obviously one of the most uh, iconic songs of Christmas time, most wonderful time, most wonderful time of the year. And those voices, the iconic group Il Devo. And I'm very well uh, excited now to welcome in Stephen Labreeze, one of the members of that multi-platinum group, as I mentioned, Il Devo. They've just released a new EP, A Merry Little Christmas, and will embark on their a new day holiday tour starting. On the 29th at the Ferguson Center for the Performing Arts in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, Go to ildevo.com to find their tour dates and get tickets. They'll also be releasing a brand new 20th anniversary album in February titled XX. It's two X's because Roman numerals 20. uh, A 20th anniversary album. And now I'm going to welcome in Stephen Labrie. Stephen, uh, releasing a Christmas EP. It's not the group's first foray into Christmas music. And I feel like you have to have a lot of success as an artist in order to be able to put out a Christmas album or a Christmas EP that somebody cares about. So how exciting is it for you to be part of uh, Il Devo putting out some Christmas music now? Yeah, well, it's super exciting. You know, um, we, uh, so I'm the newest member of Il Devo, um, and I've been with them officially since August. Uh, but I was also on tour with them last year to memorialize their last member, uh, Carlos Marin, uh, who tragically passed away from COVID. Um, and we really wanted to um, 
be able to include some more Christmas songs on the Christmas concert because the original Christmas album that Il Divo has uh, released years ago only has 10 songs on it. So, you know, a 90-minute show really needs more music. So we decided that we would, in addition to recording our Double X album, we would also record four Christmas songs. And the four songs that we recorded, like you listen to uh, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, we also have uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, and I'll Be Home for Christmas. <laughs> so they're, um, you know, the American standards. Uh, and we really wanted to include some kind of uh, more playful uh, American standards on in the Christmas music uh, because... Hey, Christmas is fun. And, and you, each okay. one of the songs also has like, uh, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Each one sorry. of them, you know, has a really different, each one of the songs has a kind of a really different vibe. So Most Wonderful Time of the Year is this big band vibe. And I'll Be Home for Christmas is kind of like a more uh, bossa nova Brazilian feel, uh, which is really, really fun. I love that one. And uh, then the other two are more Christmas nostalgic and of course have like, you know, big high notes in them. And that's kind of the Ildiva way. And so how challenging is that? Where obviously Il Devo has their sound, but you're taking these songs that are decades old that have been performed and had so many different musicians put their twist on it. How challenging is it to kind of take these Christmas classics that people love and enjoy and hold dear to their heart getting able to listen to it every uh, every year and putting an Il Devo twist on it? You know, um, what's funny is I think we have, you know, um, the, well, the three guys, you know, David and Urs and Sebastian, obviously have been doing this for 20 years, and, and um, I'm coming in, you know, I've, I've been with them almost two years now. Um, but we have a really strong idea of, like, what we like and what we do best. And so it's really just kind of, you know, falling into that. It's, it's uh, what do we, we really want to make an impact, you know, that's, that's what Il Devo does. It makes an impact with every single song that it has created and that we can continue to create that with the Double X album, for example. Um, you know, big climaxes, cinematic, epic, and that's kind of, um, that's the way. So I think it's, it's really just, uh, it's, it's kind of easy to just, you know, say, let's take a song and how, how will we put our spin on it? We're speaking with Stephen Labrie, one of the members of the multi-platinum group Il Devo. Uh, their Christmas EP, A Merry Little Christmas, is out now. They're starting a new holiday, a new day holiday tour, which starts on the 29th in Virginia. You can go to ildevo.com to find their tour dates and get tickets. And also coming up in February, a 20th anniversary album, Double X 20th anniversary album, will be out celebrating the group's 20th year together. And uh, for you, you meant you know you mentioned coming in to kind of help memorialize the uh, on the tour of the passing of Carlos Marin and uh, the three, the other three members of Il Devo have obviously been together for those 20 years. So what was that like for you fitting in with a group that was already established, but not only established, had been together for almost 20 years? What was that process like kind of uh, acclimating yourself as a member of the group? Yeah, you know, um, I kind of came into it not knowing what to expect uh, with anything. You know, I'd known David for about 10 years, uh, and we'd worked together a couple of times. And, um, you know, initially I was I was asked to kind of come in while Carlos was recovering because everyone thought he would make a full recovery. And, uh, and then he suddenly passed, and so it turned into, um, it just seemed natural that, you know, his legacy should be memorialized. So it was more, um, I didn't put a lot of thought into it. You know, I, I just thought... This was such a great artist. 
he was such an icon. He made such an impact in music with this group. And um, I just wanted to help uh, people mourn. You know, I just, I came in, you know, um, the first rehearsal that we had, I, I you know, the, the guys were, uh, everyone was kind of in shock. Everyone was distraught from the loss. And uh, we came in and, and we started rehearsing and singing the songs together. And it gelled quickly. And it was like, oh, that's easier than I thought it was going to be. Okay. And so, um, yeah, we just, we, we had a really good rapport early on. And I think part of that was, you know, coming into the situation where these guys have just uh, experienced such a loss and were mourning and grieving. And uh, everyone was just so emotionally, like, open at the time. Uh, and so we, we got close pretty fast. And we found our footing pretty quickly, um, you know, in the concerts. It was a huge learning curve for me because I came from a classical background. So I'd never really sung with the microphone. I'd never really sung with the sound system. Uh, I was always acoustic. So uh, for me, learning that path was was um, a quick learning curve. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and, and we just it just seemed it just felt right, you know. Um, you know, I helped them along with uh, the memorial tour, and and uh, it was a very emotional time for everyone. It was difficult uh, for, you know, the members of El Devo, but also for the audience. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was that was kind of my path uh, into the band. And then the, they started discussing what they were going to do for the 20th anniversary, which was happening next year. And uh, that's when they asked me to join because, uh, they, we, you know, the idea was to record an album to commemorate that. And, um, you know, I had been with them already, so it just seemed natural that I would come in together of course they probably had a bunch of conversations <laughs> that didn't include me um and then you know and here we are uh we got a couple more minutes with steven labrie of il divo um this is your first album with the group uh double x is also kind of an ep your first foray into that but one of the cool things that i love about the double x anniversary album is that it was produced under your own label il divo music and you all served as eps on that so a lot of firsts for you on this uh, Double X album. Your first with the group, and then uh, EPing it too. What was that like? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was stressful. <laughs> um, you know, it's every single decision was made by the four of us. Every single decision was was a, a conversation that we had. We were on the phone constantly. You know, we live in different places. Uh, I live in New York City. David is in upstate New York. Seb in California and, and Urs is in Europe. So we were always like trying to get on the phone, speak with our producer, um, get the arrangements that we, we liked. You know, um, it was it was like a lot of work. It was a lot of conversations. But in the end, we have so much investment in it, in our own uh, emotional invest- investment and our time investment. So, um, you know, at the end, it's it's so nice to have put so much into it and then see the product and say, wow, I'm super proud of that. I, You know, we, we four collect- collectively came together and created this thing, and here it is. Now, when you have so much uh, control over it, this is a question I ask a lot of filmmakers uh, that are the writers and the directors, where it's, this is your baby. Were, were there ever any squabbles over just this smallest of minutiae between the four of you? Like, no, 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 it should be like that. No, it should be like that. And just with so many voices kind of all trying to be collaborative <laughs> over the entire process. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're four very strong people and we're four very opinionated people. So every decision is like that with us, <laughs> which is good because, you know, I think um, if we all just agreed on everything off the bat, I think uh, it, that lacks a bit of creativity because um, we would just settle on, on 
you know, one decision every time. But, you know, having opposing voices and, and saying, no, I think it's like this, I think pushes us all to think differently about every decision that we make and every choice. And so, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of like that. I think it, it helps push you to a new level when you have people constantly saying, I don't think so. I don't agree with that, you know, and then you settle on something. Of course, there's always compromise, you know, uh, and sometimes like, ah, I didn't really care for the way that turned out or, you know, you thought it should be some way. One of the other guys thought it should be another way and they pulled you into their camp and you were not convinced. But then in the end, you're like, actually, that was a better decision. I'm glad we, we did that instead. It all works out in the end. We've been speaking with Stephen Labrie, member of the multi-platinum group Il Devo. They've released a Merry Little Christmas uh, Christmas EP, and they're embarking on a Christmas tour. Go to ildevo.com to find their tour dates and get tickets, and also be on the lookout in February for Double X, the 20th anniversary album from Il Devo, and we'll hear a little bit of a beginning to look like Christmas on the way out. Stephen, thank you so much for taking some time. Congrats on the continued success for Il Devo, and uh, have a bunch of fun on these upcoming tours. Thank you. It was great being here. Thanks. Thanks, Stephen. Stephen Labrie from Il Devo. J.D. Sharp, Pro Adrian, coming up next on Titillating Sports. On the side to see Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah. This year, you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now, every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495.
Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Titillating Sports continues on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show. We'll bring in J.D. Sharp from Pro Pro Wagering. That should not have been a tongue twister. It's... I'm I'm awake enough. It's late enough that I'm awake enough. I should not be saying Pro pro Wagering. will join us when we can find him. In the meantime, if you want to give me a call, 1-800-878-7529. I'll get you on and get you heard. We can talk some sports. Um, My thanks to Stephen Labrie there for... uh, of Il Devo, talking about their Christmas EP and their upcoming holiday tour, as well as their album next year, commemorating their 20th anniversary. And I'm glad he said it. I was like, is it double X? Is it XX? I, I don't know how they're phrasing it. I said XX because, you know, Roman numerals, it's X and an X. That's 20. And then he goes, yeah, the album double X. I'm like, double X it is. Okay, got it. Uh, before Charlie call up, oh, we've got him now. We've found JD Sharp of Pro Wagering. Uh, JD, welcome. It's Dom this time, and uh, Monday Night Football. It was everything we could have wanted, right? Uh, what a matchup between the the Bears and the Vikings. It was it was a close, hard fought game. I'm being a little loose with my compliments, aren't I? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a. I thought. I mean. If you look at kind of what's happening this year in, in pro football, I mean, you know, just like it was back in the, the 50s and the 60s, there wasn't really high-scoring games. It was more the quarterbacks ran a lot. They passed sparingly, which is kind of what you're seeing now. The defenses were really hard-nosed. They played extremely tough defense, what you're seeing now. I think that um, one, of the, one of the problems that we're seeing in the NFL is that these quarterbacks, they're not your prototypical size guys. They're not five, you know, six, five, six, six. A lot of them are six one, six two. A lot of them are are run first and, and instead of pass first. You're seeing these defensive ends that are now six five to six seven that run you know four sixes that have forty inch vertical leaps and thirty five inch arms, and they're knocking down passes constantly. That's leading to tip balls. That's leading to interceptions. You know the the linebackers are now running four fours, four threes in some cases. <clears throat> A lockdown corner can lock down the entire side of the field, like you saw with Jalen Johnson last night. So, uh, I mean, for, for a long time, fundamental football fan, this is actually really cool because you're watching great defense. You're watching offenses that have to be extremely inventive. You're watching a premium product, in my opinion, um, at this level. But, but for, the, for the, you know, the, the new fan that just likes a lot of points all the time, number one, you're getting crushed betting because you're betting the over and it keeps going under. And number two, you're not getting the points that you want to see. But I do think that they're the, the, the quarterback gravitating from pass first to run first has made the quarterback smaller, 
which has made the quarterback faster, however, or more agile, so to speak. However, because the DNs are so big now and the linebackers are so big now, the, the chance of those balls being batted down are significantly higher, which leads to tip passes, which leads to interceptions. So, uh, I mean, you, there, there, there's good and bad with it. But, yeah, it was a great game to watch from a fundamental perspective as far as you know, defensively. Uh, but, yeah, if you were looking for points, wasn't there. However, thank God for me. I uh, had the Bears plus three and a half, uh, 2.25 units, ended a nine and four week. So I'm starting to do really, really well in the NFL right now. Uh, I just passed 500 on the season, so I've now got my, my first winning record for the season, which is which is great. I'm 19 and eight my last four weeks. We still got six weeks left. So I think I could still finish this thing 57, 60% on the season, which isn't, you know, 69 like I had last year, but it's still very, very good. So, um, yeah, uh, to, to, to recap, Great defense was played, and it's, it, the game is evolving to kind of what it was, or you know, devolving to what it was back in the fifties and sixties. And I think that these defensive ends, these defensive players, just being so big and so athletic, has a ton to do with that. It's funny. I was getting ready to say, "Hey, JD, I know you know your picks haven't been as uh, as you know you haven't been hitting as much as you did last season. It's been a bit of a struggle, but I'll say you got this right." Josh Dobbs, I think this. I think it's midnight, right? Uh, it seems like the glass slippers are turning back into regular slippers. The the pumpkin carriage, it's it's over for and not over for Josh Dobbs, but the the, the Cinderella fairy tale's got to be over, right? After four picks, yeah. I mean, but I mean, honestly, I, I still think Dobbs. I think that that's just a bad matchup. You know, the Bears brought on Montez Sweat, and Sweat. He's a six five. He's again, he's six six two sixty. Runs like a four four eight. I mean, just a complete freak show at defensive end. He had a sack. He prevented Dobbs from running to the left, which he loves to do. And you know, two of those interceptions were tipped balls. They were just balls that he threw really hard that, that, that well, were not caught. Now he missed Addison. Obviously, he had that pick six that could have been for Jalen Johnson. But Jaron Hall is not going to start the rest of the season. It's going to be Josh Dobbs. He's going to be the guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that a game like this was bound to happen. He was at 66 67% for the entire season. Remember, he was like a fourth-round guy out of Tennessee. Yeah, very talented, but when you play that style of ball, when you are used to running away from your opponents and you throw it really, really hard, there, there's just going to be situations where you have a defensive end that's just as fast as you like a Montez Sweat, uh, or you throw it too hard and your rookie wide receiver can't catch it. So I, I don't think that Dobbs is going to be uh, affected by this, I, I just I think that this is expected because that's you know what goes up must come down. You know it's funny I, I look at the AFC and you know you've got Buffalo at six and six where Josh Allen looks like a top three quarterback one week and then a bottom five quarterback the next week. Uh, you look at the North, Cleveland and Pittsburgh both seven and four. Jacksonville, Indy's got a winning record. Houston's got a winning record. Denver six and five in the in the playoff hunt with a winning record. So, from the AFC perspective, which of these kind of and I'll, I'll use air quotes here surprising teams do you think have a legitimate chance of sneaking into the playoffs and maybe ca- being a bit of a disruptor uh, come playoff time between you know Denver, Houston, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland? Honestly. I would say Cleveland, but I just don't think I don't think Thompson Robinson has the weapons around him unless they face a team that's really bad against the run, which I thought the Broncos were. Um, the Broncos have all the pieces pretty much. Now they've got they've got certain 
they've got Baron Browning for the red rusher or the edge rusher. They've obviously got Cortland, Cortland Sutton, who is an extremely talented wide receiver, along with Judy and Mims and Javante Williams and Wilson's playing well. They've got a really good coach in Sean Payton. So I think the Broncos have to be have to be looked at. Uh, the Steelers, Pickett's playing really well. He's got Fryermuth back. He's got Pickens. He's got uh, Deontay Johnson, and the Harris is playing okay. Warren's kind of emerging as a bit of a threat out of the backfield. He's not getting a sack. As I thought he would. I thought he would have been like number three in sacks. He's only been sacked twenty two times this year, twenty three times. So he's not getting sacked as much. And he's still got Watt on the outside. He's got fourteen and a half sacks himself. I think Pittsburgh and then Tomlin. Tomlin's a very, very good coach. He's been successful for a long time, Super Bowl winning coach. So I think that you have to consider the the Steelers. But no, the the, the Jaguars to me are the real are, are the real contender in the AFC. Uh, they have a team that can compete with the Ravens, which very few do. They've got a very strong offensive line. Trevor Lawrence is consistently throwing seventy percent of his passes. He's now got three weapons with Jones, Ingram. I'm sorry, four weapons with Jones, Ingram, Ridley. And Christian Kirk, Etienne's been good. He hasn't fumbled this year. That defense with Josh Allen, he's got 14 sacks on the year. They've deflected almost 70 passes. When Tyson Campbell gets back, they get even better. Um, I think the Jags have a chance to emerge out of the AFC as a legitimate contender. Uh, besides that, though, uh, in Texans, they just don't have the pass D. They don't have the offense either. I, I like Stroud's obviously had a great year. I thought I thought they would contend for the playoffs. But they're, they're about where I thought they would be. I think they're, they're going to win eight, nine games. I think they're going to barely miss the playoffs, but I would say out of those teams, the Jags for sure. They're they're number one by far, in my opinion. The Browns are out, um, and the Broncos and Steelers, and if I had to choose those two teams, I would take the Steelers in that spot. So I'm going to say Jags and Steelers. We're speaking with J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. Um, I, I, we saw a tweet from Adam Schefter saying he wouldn't be surprised if there's, I think his number was up to 10 coaches that get fired you know, uh, up from now, from the beginning of the year, we've lo- we lost a couple already, all the way through Black Monday after the season uh, wraps. For you, JD, ten does that feel too high, too low, about right? Where where does that land on your radar? Yeah, yeah, that sounds absolutely insane. That seems way too high. I think the actual number of teams is. I mean, obviously, you had Reich and what happened with with Stroud was just ridiculous. Dayball, Dayball should be gone. I think the team has turned on him. I don't think Belichick's going to go. I just think that they just have such a bad roster and they've had a lot of injury problems. I mean, he's going to. This is going to fire them up. Um, the Cardinals, maybe, but he's so young. I don't know what that's going to do for them. Again, Murray's out for. I mean, how does a coach get fired when, you, when your quarterback's out for eight weeks this season? I mean, how does that happen? That just that you know that just doesn't happen. So, especially when Kingsbury drafted him number one. You know, so so the last coach. You know, basically just sold the farm to get this guy. Went all in, took his seventy mil, went to Thailand, and he's living there forever. And now you have to deal with that, and suddenly it's your fault. I, you know, it's it's very similar to what's happening right now with uh, with you know politically, in my opinion. So, um, but yeah, no, I I think I think we'll probably see three or four. I don't think we're going to see ten. I think that's I think that's probably a mistake. But I, definitely, Dave Ball, Dave Ball's gone. Um, and again, with Salah, you know, what what are the Jets supposed to do, Rogers? They got Rodgers. They they have the defense. They have Wilson. They have the they have Cook. They have Hall. Rodgers tears his Achilles. What's he what are they, what's he supposed to do? You know he can't do anything. It's just it's out of his control. So I think Salah sticks around. But yeah, probably three or four coaches will be gone. 
And I know football and baseball tend to be your wheelhouse, but I, I do have one basketball question for you. More of an overview question, but the, the in-season tournament, from what you've noticed, has that really affected people's betting habits uh, on a game-per-game basis, or has it pretty much been status quo uh, for basketball over there in Vegas? I don't even know. Honestly, I'm, I'm doing a little NBA this year. I'm, I'm like 9-8. and eight. I took the Clippers last night. Despite the fact that Jokic and Murray were out, they both they lost the game outright, which is pretty hard to fathom. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I like what I've seen from Chet Holmgren this year. As far as the in play tournament, it's just weird. I, I, don't, I don't even understand. It. I don't know what they're playing for. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen a major difference there. I would guess that it, that it's probably nominal because they're just there hasn't been enough hype behind it. There it just there, there just isn't a lot on the line in order for the for the betting patterns to really change. I don't think. Do you think once we get into the the tournament portion, like the the knockouts, that because people love a good bracket, do you think uh, right. that'll change things a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I think that'll definitely get yeah. yeah. Once once the brackets involved, once there's actual seeds, and once you know once all that stuff is in place, then sure, I think that that could have an effect. But as of right now, as far as the games that are kind of like, kind of like the College World Series, it's kind of the same thing. When the season plays out, and then based on that, you you know you have a seed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or even the NCAA basketball. So yeah, I think under those circumstances, you're right. People do love a bracket. They love they love uh, elimination games. They love potential next matchups, et cetera, et cetera. They love betting futures on those situations. So yeah, under those circumstances, I could see it changing, but as of now, it's not. We've been speaking with JD Sharp of Pro Wagering, talking some football and a little bit of basketball too, which we don't do a lot with JD. We may have to do a little bit more moving forward since he's been in on it this year. Chip Holgram also uh, was very underrated going into the season to win Rookie of the Year, and uh, yeah, he has not disappointed so far. So, JD, thanks so much for taking some time and joining us. Always a pleasure having you on, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Tom. All right, that is JD Sharp of Pro Wagering. We'll have another commercial break, and then we'll wrap things up on the other side. I'm Dominic Menez. This is Titillating Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show. We're wrapping things up this hour. My thanks again to Stephen Labria Vildivo and to J.D. Sharp for joining me. Also, thanks to Charlie New York for giving me a call at the beginning of the hour. Uh, it's funny how modern media, and I, I don't know what this was like pre-internet boom. not old enough to have remembered uh, what those days were like. Back in my day, we had to use an encyclopedia, which actually is true. I was... Uh, Growing up, uh, especially in elementary school, the computers were not completely a thing yet. <laughs> so anytime you hear me, and I understand more references than Rick does, I am younger than Rick, but I'm still still a little old. Uh, but I saw a headline, and it says, Person, uh, analyst, television analyst with no coaching experience wants to be head coach of Panthers. And I'm like... Wow, okay. I, I gotta I looked at the photo and yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's an analyst. Yeah, he has no coaching experience, but he played in the NFL for like ten years, including a long time with the Panthers. It's Greg Olson, tight end. I'm not gonna lie, they they got me. I didn't click, so they didn't completely get me, but I saw it and I'm like, ooh, what? Huh? What? I got to see. And then I looked at the good thing. There was a photo attached to the headline. If there wasn't a photo attached, I would have clicked and they would have gotten me 100%. I'm not going to say it's a clickbait article, but I am going to say it was a headline designed to make you go, what? Who? And sure, we saw Jeff Saturday succeed for a brief period of time with the Colts, having no coaching experience, 
especially at the NFL level, was a Hall of Fame caliber player. Greg Olson may not be a Hall of Famer, but Greg Olson was a multi-time Pro Bowler, so that's good. I don't, I don't know if he'd be a head coach. And uh, the owner came out and was like, "Yeah, the next head coach is going to be here for the next uh, part of the organization for you know, the next twenty plus years, and he's going to speak at my eulogy in uh, thirty, hopefully forty years." So Greg Olson's got youth on his side. I, I, I don't. I don't know if that's the direction the Panthers are going to go, though. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to Titillating Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Up next, more sports talk.